I've been in a Prius. That's a, it's so different. It's fucking electric. It's a tampon on wheels. Yeah, I fucking hate it. That's where people have soup kitchens. I had a... <laughs> 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 we will fuck in your car again. <laughs> To another rep podcast. Woo! Ryan and Eric. Love it. Episode three. Episode three. Right? Yeah. Did you get it in your notes right? Nope. You're they, 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 two. they will now be corrected. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of forgot that we did it episode zero. Yeah. That was just introduction. Yeah. Um, so officially number three on, officially. The, on the docket. So Eric, what are we talking about today? We are going to discuss the most useful and least useful in our opinions, of DC and Marvel cinematic characters. Cinematic. Cinematic, specifically. Specifically. So for all of you geeks out there who are looking for challenging responses via the comic books, we are not diving into the comics. We are specifically going towards cinematic. <laughs> I know, when, you, when, you, when we were kind of discussing what we wanted to chat about for this one, you kind of... <laughs> I you you threw it out there and I was like, oh, this will be fun. And then I and like I took a beat and I'm like, wait, are we doing comics or cinematic? Yeah. And I was like, because I feel like maybe not everybody's gonna be uh, in tune with the comic book universe. Yeah, we would we would uh, we we might get that split down the middle where we get the half of the people who hate us because we're not diving into the comics, and then we get the other half that hate us because they don't understand the comics because they never read them. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, that opens up the world. That opens up an opportunity for like hundreds of more characters and like you can get like wildly weird we could get lost with some of the some of the super goofy goofy yeah. like heroes that exist yeah like squirrel girl hey squirrel girl sort of served a very important purpose. but she was super goofy there is a, a goofy character don't quote me on this one but maybe i'm pretty sure that at like at some point in time there was a vampire that would give people hiv um, in the comics in the comics I, I'm almost positive that existed. And his name wasn't Blade, right? It definitely wasn't Blade. People forget Blade. Yeah, was people a, do forget was Blade. A, it was a character. Yes. So you, we're gonna, you want to start with Marvel? Uh, no, no, no. Let's start with DC. Oh, sorry, DC. Yeah, let's start with DC. Okay, so just to show unbiased, I will express who my favorite DC characters are, and then I will follow that up with who I feel is the most useful and the least useful cinematically. Go for it. So... Cinematically, my favorite DC character is Batman. 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 I'm Batman. Where are the drugs going? Which Batman I prefer? I, I love the Michael Keaton Batman. I, is, I, is that Bat Nipples? Uh, it might have been Bat Nipples. Well, Which suit had the nipples on it? I, I can't think remember. Val Kilmer's suit had nipples. Yeah, I can't remember. It might have been Michael Keaton's. Whatever. Yeah. I love Michael Keaton's Batman, but then I also love, um, fuck's his name? The most recent Batman, the Dark Knight guy. Um, ben Affleck? No, not that fuck. Um, to the English guy. Oh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale, thank you. I love Christian Bale, Batman. Okay. Yeah. That being said, I think the most useful DC character, cinematically, and I might catch backlash for this, is actually, so far, Green Lantern. <laughs> what? Okay, so let me explain. Right? Okay. Of the DC movies that have been produced, Green Lantern has been able, well, 
Green Lantern is capable of creating things with his ring. Yep, little, those little constructs. Little constructs, right? He could literally be able to do anything he wanted had they written him to be that good. You know, like a boxing glove yeah, or a or, cannon. Yeah, exactly. Or I think he made a machine gun a, at one point. I think it was, yeah, a plane maybe. Um, I think and I feel that the Green Lantern could, well, I now I'm, now I'm fucking debating my own logic behind this. Yeah, kind of a little bit as you should be. Yeah. Fuck. Okay, I'm going to stick with it because I feel like it. the Green Lantern stick to your guns. has what should have the m- most capability to help in any aspect or uh, 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 in relation to any fight or situation. The Green Lantern is the most versatile. Okay. Yeah. As and, long as his willpower is strong. Right, as long and and he doesn't get and corrupted his, by uh, his batteries charged. Yeah. Um and as long as he's Played by Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> um, and then, so, the least useful character. Well, do you want to wait on that one? Oh, do you want me to wait on it? Yeah. Okay, all right. All right. All right. So. Wait, who's your favorite? So, you got to start with your favorite, so you so, can show non-bias if it's not the same. Yeah. Uh, it's The Flash. Okay. 100%. Your favorite is The Flash. My, yeah. I'm going to shit on The Flash. Both. Good luck. <laughs> Good fucking luck right now. So, uh, my favorite character is The Flash. Okay. Both cinematically and comically mm-hmm. does that work yes sure we'll go with it is my favorite character for have has been for so long mm-hmm. so to go for most use, useful i actually took a little bit of a different turn okay because you went hero yeah i actually went villain nice and so i think the most useful character is doomsday oh okay i went a little more recent i okay. kind of uh i kind of when we were talking about this and i was kind of like mulling through my brain I went immediately into the more recent movies mm-hmm. and like just when you were starting to talk about like, you know, Dark Knight and like Michael Keaton, Batman. Yeah. I was like, oh, yep. I forgot about all of those other previous movies, uh, though. In all fairness, it's probably better to keep like, in my opinion, keep uh, Green Lantern and like the Fantastic Four out of my mind. Oh, fair. So, you know, <laughs> um, though, arguably, Mr. Fantastic might be the best person yeah. when it comes to most useful, yeah. at least from that. But nonetheless, so I said doomsday. Okay. Because one, I kind of hate Superman. Okay. Which we kind of talked about this a little bit, like before we started recording, Superman's a weird character because he is essentially a God. Yeah. Right. Like, and so, and I was, I was kind of complaining about the, the Batman, the, like the Superman movies that exist right now, because like he is essentially undefeatable mm-hmm. except for doomsday. Yeah. Right. And so and so Doomsday was able to kill him. Yeah. Right. Well, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. From two years ago, uh, he comes back to life. By? Or a year ago, back to life. By? By? The power of the sun. <laughs> and kind of Batman, Wonder Woman. Well, yeah. Electric shock therapy and yeah. solar therapy. Et cetera. Et vitamin cetera. D. All he needed was vitamin D. Right. The power. You know what they say helps cure COVID? Vitamin D. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, sure. Amongst other things. Amongst other things. But, yeah. <laughs> Maybe let's not touch on that one <laughs> in this in this specific <laughs> episode. But yeah, so I say doomsday. So doomsday. God right? damn, that's because yeah. because think about this, right? We're talking about useful, right? Right. How how much of a utility is doomsday? A lot. A lot. He is essentially a uh, at least in the in the cinematic universe, he's a uh, a reincarnated mutated version of General Zod, mm-hmm. right? Essentially, his DNA. Yep. Now, we didn't really get to figure out, well, no, we 
didn't get to figure too much out about him, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a little bit from the comics on this one. So, but in like in the comics, right? One of the the biggest or so one of the kind of the biggest bads that kind of su- that gets faced is, um, in like against Superman is uh, Doomsday, right? Over and over again, and Doomsday was one of the few. Is capable of actually killing Batman, yeah, which we saw in the cinematic universe. Superman. What you said, Batman? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean he could definitely he kill could definitely Batman. kill Batman, <laughs> but, but yeah, but in the, yeah, sorry, he could, but he killed Superman, yeah. right? And so from a from a, a a utility standpoint, he did the job. Yeah, the man who can kill a god. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so more power to him. That's true. I I guess yeah, I was thinking superhero status being able to utilize be utilized in any situation you were thinking mm-hmm. villain wise being able to utilize powers to destroy in any situation not necessarily not necessarily thinking purely from no. like a, dis, a, a destruction type right. of standpoint i i think i think i've always had like a little bit of fascination to uh uh to the villains mm-hmm. especially when they start to get a little bit flushed out yeah uh because they kind of have like sometimes a little they're a little cooler mm-hmm. all right like they don't abide by like the the goody two shoes rules to right. a certain degree and so it's kind of fun to be able to see that is doomsday your favorite villain no i don't no? think so he's up there he's up there he's cool yeah like especially from the comics like he's super cool yeah he's got a neat he's got kind of got like a neat a neat like twisted background mm-hmm. but then he's also like ultra powerful and like super resilient in yeah. like all aspects so it's just kind of like a neat character in my eyes um, I don't actually putting me on the spot. I don't know who I would say like my favorite villain is. Mine's the Joker. The Joker, hands down. <laughs> Why do you say that? I, I, there's just something about his his evil. His evil is it's not the evil where it's like, oh yeah, you know, I I I'm doing this for. He's not doing it to, or he is doing it to just just it's it's fun to him to be evil there's no like like he's not gonna rob a bank for the money he's gonna rob a bank for the chaos yeah he he destroys or attempts to destroy constantly batman's life he does it for pure pleasure it's because he loves him he loves him absolutely joker loves batman without without batman joker would not have a reason to live um but i love the joker in both the cinematic and the comic because he's just his relationship with batman is just one of pure passion and love for annoying and 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 <laughs> causing chaos and creating tension and and just trying to destroy Batman over and over and over again and I feel like I mean not that it would happen because you know Joker's only reason is Batman but I feel like if Joker were to expand beyond Batman Gotham would go to hell the whole DC cities would go to hell because there's no stopping somebody who causes chaos for pure pleasure yeah because there is no rhyme or reason no which is the terrifying aspect yeah, of it all exactly he, he's a man with nothing to lose and everything to gain and and no desire to gain and no desire to gain does it for fun pure <laughs> fun that's fair yeah that's fair i love the joke always have like as you were talking i was trying to think about like i'm trying to think who my favorite like who my favorite villain is yeah, I have to like I would have to like mold that one over a little bit more. Okay. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot out there. Yeah, that could be like interesting ones. I have one for Marvel too, but we'll get to that later. All right. Yeah, I have a feeling. Okay, that are least useful and probably at the same time least liked character 
in DC is the same? Oh, I'm not willing to take a bet on that. Why not? Because um, we are talking cinematic, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I I would not put my money on that because I feel like we're on the same wavelength, but I think this is where we are we teeter. Gonna, are we going to differ? We we might. Okay. Okay. Well, you went first, so let's go first again. Okay. Cinematically, Croc. The kill, Suicide kill, Killer, killer croc. croc. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's fair. Least useful. Least fucking useful character in any DC movie I've ever watched. Even Captain Boomerang, who had like six lines, was more entertaining than Killer Croc. I, that's another movie that I, for the most part, have put pretty aggressively out of my out of my memory. Yeah. Because that movie was a dumpster fire of it a was, film. It was another trash can. Yeah. Though I should probably rewatch it so I can just kind of remember. You just want to remember hurt how much I don't. You just want to hurt. I yourself. don't enjoy it. Yeah. Okay, that's a fair point, right? You went. You went with a well, kind of like an anti-hero. Yeah. In this instance, I said Aquaman is the least useful. So I wanted to go with Aquaman. I wanted to so bad, but I fucking hate Killer Croc. Like he literally does nothing in that whole movie. Well, and the the weird thing is in the in Suicide Squad is he he's not intimidating, right? So no. like from like the in like the comics, yeah. Um, even if you play like the like the Batman video game, mm-hmm. like he's this like towering menacing character yeah this guy looks like he's got like a really bad like skin condition condition. yeah and he like maybe worked out a little bit yeah i felt like they underdid him so poorly that it was just like this is the worst character in dc and people who have not seen the comic croc killer croc wouldn't realize he's like seven feet tall fucking monster teeth yeah like he's not the fucking five nine guy with fucking muzzy. He's not a he's not a, a Matt Fraser with skin disease. <laughs> yeah. He's not like. And I, I I felt like the four lines that he had in there was like I'm not asking. Like I was just like that's that's the line. That's <laughs> the line you're gonna go sacrifice yourself by putting a fucking stack of C four on a f- thing underneath the fucking witch doctor and the guy on fire. Really? Oh, what's his name? Uh, El Diablo. El Diablo. I find it weird that they only gave two, like two of those characters, like any level of backstory. Yeah. Which was essentially Will Smith, could mm-hmm. because Will Smith. Yeah. And then like El Diablo. Yeah. And then everybody else was kind of like, mm-hmm. like a little bit, a little bit. Though, as much as 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 weird as that movie was, there or bad as that movie was, I should say, I will give it a little bit of credit because there was one scene in it that I was like, oh, that was super cool. Which was the end? No, when it was over. <laughs> um, no, when there was that scene where um, they had Enchantress like put her hand on the table, um, and then like that like her, I forget the name of the actual character, like the girl, yeah, right, and then like Enchantress like puts her hand on the opposite side, and it kind of like the, it does like this like flip, okay, and then she like turns into the like Enchantress, yeah, and I was like that it just looked super cool like visually. They spent all their money on that. Yeah, they blew their yeah, budget on DC's that. DC's budget was right there. That was it. <laughs> that snap of the finger, that was DC's budget. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Warner Brothers' budget. Warner Brothers, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> um, though, the one thing I was telling Eric uh, kind of before we hit record, the funny thing about that movie is uh, I think I think technically the safest place that you can be oh, in that movie is uh, a helicopter because they all crash, but everyone survives all of helico- all the helicopter crashes. Yeah. And there's like several crashes in that movie. Yeah. Um, there's a lot. And they get hit by RPGs. They 
crash into buildings. Yeah, no, it's great. No one dies. So as long as you're in a helicopter yeah. that's falling to the ground, you're probably pretty good. Probably you're probably gonna survive in the DC world. Compared to just like walking down the street. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. So no, I say I say Aquaman. Okay. Now I will it I will contest or not contest. I will admit that I thought the Aquaman movie was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think they did a uh, pretty decent job at, at at the very least giving um Aquaman a story, giving Aquaman a story, um a reason to exist because uh, a reason to exist. But then they they did Manta uh real well. Yeah, like, like they did that costume phenomenally. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about that and Ocean Master. But nonetheless, the only reason I say this right is so what does Aquaman have? He's a little bit stronger than the average person. Right, he's got a trident, which is mm. cool, I guess. Um, but the age-old question that will that I feel like stumps will 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 potentially stump people. And I mean, and if you're a big Aquaman fan, you could probably give me a lot of answers to this. But like, <laughs> how much crime actually happens underwater? <laughs> and the answer is not that much, unless you're a villain that exists underwater. Yeah. So like, you you like I I always refer. I will always refer back to that like family guy scene where there's like this girl getting attacked on a beach and she's like, help somebody oh, help. God. And Aquaman pops up in the distance. He's like, Hey, you stop it. He's like, what are you going to do? He's like, will you come And Aquaman's like, you come in the water and I'll show you. And he's like, no. And then like bad guys like, no. And then like a starfish like washes up on sea. He's like, there's many, there's more where that comes from. <laughs> and I that's remember it. that scene. And that's it. Like, so and 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 just to clarify for those who don't know Aquaman or assume Aquaman has powers, his powers he can talk to fish, and and he's like, and he's stronger. He's str- right. But, but, so like, but he's, got he's the Atlantean not, body. He's not King Triton. He doesn't control the sea. He cannot make tsunamis happen. Yeah, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, he 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 talks to fish and he's he's he works out. He does some fitness. Yeah, he does some water fitness. Okay, so just to clarify, aqua aerobics aqua, I is what it's called. Oh yeah, aqua. Oh my god, aqua aerobics. My my grandparents used to do aqua aerobics. Well, they probably were big fans of uh, Aquaman then. Yeah, no, I don't think they were fans of comic books at all. It's his day job. <laughs> He's the aqua and fitness instructor. Yeah, <laughs> and and I and I have to give love to Jason Momoa. Like, uh, man, God, I, I would, I'd kill to have that body and hair and eyes. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the raspy. Well, maybe the raspy voice. The raspy, raspy voice is cool. It's pretty sexy. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dookie on him. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna leave it there. All the love for him because he's a handsome gentleman. <laughs> um, but I felt, yeah, I I felt Aquaman was entertaining. Um, I didn't like how it when they were underwater, they made it seem like they were talking underwater. You know, you know what's weird? Huh? There is a point in that movie where they are underwater and then they like go into like an air pocket. Oh yeah. And then talk. Yeah. And it's like, what is the purpose of that? Yeah. Like you, you're in a species, you're a race that exists in water, in water can live, breathe, survive in water. Why are you just talking? Like, like, do you think they did that to just like, so they didn't have to try and like give some weird, like sci-fi explanation as to how they can talk underwater. Uh, like that's not like telepathy maybe right so like the the moviegoer can be like how are they doing that yeah 
They're like, oh no, they're they're, they're in air pocket. Yeah, no, we, like, we oh, all know what it's like yeah. talking. We all talk in the air. Yeah, yeah. So it's the same. Yeah, dumb. It's not though. Hard pass. Yeah. You know what else is funny? They have windows on their ships in the water. Well, they got to see where they're going. Windows. Yeah. Fucking. They stupid. they have advanced technology that allows windows at the Marianas Trench. God damn it. Anyway, point being, yeah, I think Aquaman's the worst. Least useful. Least useful. I mean, he could throw a fish at you. I mean, he's got a trident, right? Yeah. Like, that's kind of cool. It's like three spears in one. Yeah. But like... That's three hot dogs <laughs> that is, over a fire. That's three marshmallows. You can cook s'mores Ooh. for a small group of friends. Or your own self. Yeah, well, that's true. Triple dick. Oh, I guess. Okay, so if they're in the water, right? Mm-hmm. Aquaman could technically control Croc. I don't know if that works. He's not like an, an amphibian. He's in the water, but he talks to sea creatures. Yeah, but that, but me going into water doesn't make me a sea creature. It but just makes me. A, but a he land would, creature he would stop you. See, here's the thing. Remember, you were talking about the Family Guy reference. If you came in the water, he would show you what's up. Yeah, you know what's really interesting for most people that mm. live on land. It's very easy to avoid the ocean. Is it really? I know it sounds weird. I mean, who knows? We're we're in California, so at some point in time, we're gonna break off and go. We might be an island. Hang out with uh, Hawaii. We might be the new Hawaii. You remember that old, uh, that old like uh, uh, history Please. of the world oh, thing? I thought we were talking about Escape from LA. Oh, Go on. No, not, not Escape from <laughs> LA. Uh, that's a good movie, nonetheless. No, it's like that old like animated thing from like E Bombs World, where it's like uh, um, like the the world is at war and it's like uh, they're in, like France and the guys like oh, and France is over there like shit shit, uh, fire the nukes. And like Australia's just down there being like, all right. <laughs> and uh, and like everything gets bombed and then like and then Calif- and then California's gonna break off and go hang out with Hawaii. I don't and remember. And Alaska that. can come too. I like don't remember end. that, but that sounds like it's it would definitely be on E Bomb's world. <laughs> here's it it's like starts off, it's like here's the world round. And it's like that that like Microsoft paint animation. Oh shit. Do you remember you don't I don't remember watching right. that one. We're we're gonna I'm gonna show you this okay. at the end. It's so dumb. <laughs> so okay. But so point being mm-hmm. Killer Croc, yeah, is like a like a human mutation essentially, mm-hmm. but he's not like a crocodile necessarily. So like he's not like a water dwelling creature. I don't know. Suicide would have Suicide Squad would have me believe differently because that guy fucking held his breath for a really long time like a crocodile could, while the other Navy SEALs were holding using air tanks. Well, maybe he practices. Oh, fucking practices. <laughs> Look, he's got dry skin. He needs to be hydrated. Oh, all right, okay? fair, fair enough. We have lotion. <laughs> That's why alligators are always so angry. Oh. They have dry skin, and they're they don't have a toothbrush to get all the teeth. Alligators is only because they ain't got no toothbrush. Your mama is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, Colonel Sanders, your mama. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> all right. So, use most useful for me, Green Lantern for you, Doctor Doom, Close. or, or Doomsday. Doomsday. Sorry. And then least useful. At least they're both water-related. Croc and Aqua. I guess. Yeah. So I are like, is everything in the water useless? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. Yeah. I would. I maybe I would kind of argue like uh, all of the really strong characters that exist are all land-dwelling or celestial or celestial. Yeah. It's because we do fitness on land. Yeah. I guess, no, well, we can't take that. Uh, Navy SEALs might kill us because they have that SEAL fit where they do all their shit training in the water. I mean, yeah, but it's it's still mostly 
mostly land. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. It's just they sometimes pass out in the water. It's fine. That's fair. <laughs> well, they teach you how to drown. <laughs> from true. from what I've heard, they teach you how to drown. So I, uh, there's yeah. there's a specific way. There's a specific way to drown. Yeah, I do not know. I, I don't so either. I'm going to take your word. I, on that I've one. S- I've seen the videos, and uh, I'm not sure how they do it or how they pull it off. Yeah, magic. I don't want to know. Yeah, yeah, seriously. And then let's go. Let's go into the Marvel. All right. All right. So I actually had a I had a couple people in mind just for kind of shits and giggles. Wait, wait, wait. Who's your favorite? Who's my favorite Marvel character? Yes, cinematically. Remember, we're not jumping to the thousands of characters that are in existence. I think my my favorite character. My favorite character is gonna. I'm. I will. I'm just gonna say Doctor Strange. Okay. Because I think he's awesome. Okay. For uh, uh, like one, I think like the the magic side of like well, one magic's just kind of cool, um, and can be super op. Like, but from like the cinematic side, like Stephen Strange is just kind of like he's just cool, right? He's kind of like a badass. Like mm-hmm. he's a, um, you know the the best surgeon in the world. Yeah. Like in existence. Until he gets uh, in a car accident. Until he gets into a car accident and ruins his hands. I have a funny story about the cars, by the way. Oh, God. And uh, from, like, the filming of that movie. Mm. And then, but then, like, the, just like, like, magic is cool, right? He's, like, this, the, he becomes the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Um, and has, like, he always got this, like, eidetic memory. So, like, he remembers all these spells. And, like, he has just access to all this, like, kind of really cool, kind of cheeky, like, tactics. Yeah. And ways to kind of go about it. Um, and hopefully in this new, in the, in the new movie with Dr. Strange, um, that comes out whoever knows when, hopefully next year, I hope, I hope they kind of dive a little bit deeper into the, the ethos oh, the mythos be, yeah. of Dr. Strange that'd and kind really of like cool. the worlds around. Right. Cause like, I mean, he went toe to, he essentially went toe to toe with, with Dormammu yeah. who is like, he's a, a massively powerful like entity that exists within like uh, another dimension. Mm-hmm. Right. And so in the, and he, he beat him by just pure, purely being like <laughs> cunning annoying. and annoying <laughs> the shit out of him to the point where he was like, I'm done with this. He's like, yeah. what do you want? Yeah. He's like, I want you to do this. He's like, fine, this will end. I'll do it. Yep. Right. It's like, all right, pretty cool. Yeah. Right. A little self-sacrifice in a way that like technically doesn't, isn't really a self-sacrifice. Yeah. Uh, but like, <laughs> It's awesome. So I would say Doctor Strange is my favorite. Now, most useful, I kind of made the joke and said Howard the Duck only because he makes like a brief reference, <laughs> but he does nothing in the. He, he, I think he shows up twice in the film and does nothing. Yeah. Um, or I also wrote down Cosmo. So, but in reality, I think um, I think the and this might be a little contested. I think the most useful character in Marvel Cinematic Universe is Mantis. Really? Yes. Wow, because, and this will this will tie into my least my least useful, but I think Mantis is the most useful because when they were fighting Thanos, mm-hmm. nobody like nobody was able to go toe to toe with him in any way, shape, or form. It was like you know Thanos being a wild tactician, being you know super smart by himself without the Infinity Stones, being just a just a powerhouse of a person mm-hmm. i mean in the very beginning with it we saw him beat the shit out of the hulk to a point where the hulk doesn't show up quivered up and left and didn't show up for the rest of the movie yeah so or for the most part and so like no what, for for the whole movie until the very until the second one the second movie he came we back got but like, no the, he was gone the first whole movie yeah you're pseudo right. professor hulk yeah so like disappeared because he scared the Hulk, right? The Hulk who is 
the, 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 the supposed to be the strongest creature, like creature, Character. yeah, uh, like like Terran creature mm-hmm. on on Earth, I guess, and in other universes. I think in other universes, universes too. too. Yeah, yeah. Well, because like because he was the the champion in like the uh, the, the, the Grandmasters, like, yeah, Battle World. Where the hell were they? Uh, I don't remember the name of the planet, fuck. but. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just remember they had to escape the devil's anus. The devil's anus. <laughs> my one of my favorite one of my favorite scenes in Ragnarok mm-hmm. is um, which cracks me up every single time is when they're they're on like the the Grandmaster's like ship. Yeah, and he they like hit a button and it's just like out of nowhere like a little thing pops up and goes, "It's my birthday." It's my birthday. Oh my god! And they're explaining the ship is for orgies and parties. It's so random, <laughs> and I love it. It like it's just so out of the like out of the blue. That was that was a really good scene. Kills me. Yeah, kills me. And it's like ten seconds. Yeah, I love it. One of my favorite scenes was from uh, um, when he when he fucking he bops the guy with the the the, the magic wand or whatever oh, and disintegrates just, him. Yeah, he, but or, or no, she does it, and he was like, I, I didn't I didn't tell you to do that, and <laughs> she, she was like, well. Oh, oh well. I'm sorry. Like it's yeah. too late now. I just I laughed in the theater when that happened. I was like, "Yeah, I, I probably would have the same reaction." Like, <laughs> You're like, "Whoa, yeah, I we don't do that." Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I, I where, where was I going with you? That? Were uh, most useful as Mantis oh, going toe to toe. So, so comparatively, right? <clears throat> and now this is a little bit with an alley oop from Doctor Strange because kind of, he kind of helped her get there. Um, Strange Spider Man. Um, so that it was definitely like a team effort. Yeah, but. Physically speaking, they weren't going to be able to battle him by himself. Mm-hmm. So it took Mantis to be able to like use her empathic powers to like quell, like bring him down. I think literally to his knees. She put him to sleep, right? She, she well, or... he was like fighting it. Well, stuff. right, he was yeah. like still awake, right? But but like put him down enough to be able to like actually battle. Yeah, right. To to let the other people kind of do their job, mm-hmm. and we kind of see like. We we see like throughout the rest of the film like without with if it wasn't for her being there nobody would be able to beat him yeah right like he beat up everybody else right and then like and then just like dipped when yeah, Doctor Strange like, gave him the, the stone yeah right so I argue that she is the most useful in that setting because without her they wouldn't like without her that wouldn't have even been a possibility yeah okay. What about you? I'm going to piggyback off of you and come real close. And I thought we were almost in agreement is Dr. Strange. Ah, okay. I, I think Dr. Strange is the most useful character in the cinematic universe. Not only cause he's cool and just all this magic. He's, he's a fucking, he was a surgeon to begin with. He's got the, you know, the, the, the freaking um, goodwill hunting brain where he can memorize shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, like overall, just, he was able to, to create magical spells that essentially, tilted the favor towards the heroes yeah um obviously he made the initial sacrifice he was saying i have to do this because this is the only way to win yeah and you know spoiler alert he dies comes back but then when he comes back without him you couldn't have transported the entire fucking army that they needed to fight that's a fair point yeah good point yeah i mean your little mantis came back and she had her little bunny ears going on Mm -hmm. but she didn't put anybody sleep in that fight no. Yeah. That's that's a very good point, right? And it, realistically, I would agree with you that he he was the one, right? Because he was sitting there like meditating, mm-hmm. like head shaking, going through all of the possibilities. He was on. He was rolling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
but he was able to he he was able to like see what was going to happen. Yeah. Right. Let it happen. Didn't tell anybody what was going to happen. Right. Because I could have messed it up. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, we could kind of assume that he to a degree was kind of the the master designer between behind everything that was that that happened. Yeah. So I, I would I would also agree with you on that. And and just to state for the record, Doctor Strange is not my favorite Marvel character. Who's your favorite Marvel? So I've been fighting this for a really long time because I have three. Okay. It's Iron Man, Wolverine, and Deadpool. Okay. Deadpool for obvious comic reasons. <laughs> Wolverine for badassery. But Iron Man still takes the top because I don't know. I just I've grown up loving the Iron Man character and then Robert Downey Jr. just played him phenomenally. Like I I for some reason I connected emotionally the character to RDJ. Yeah. And I was just like I fucking love Iron I, Man. I think he did a great job yeah. for it. <clears throat> um though my one gripe with Iron Man hmm. is the was it the third movie with like uh with was it that was the one with like the all the the extremis, right? Um Got all hot. Yeah, hot, she hot, became like, hot lava girl. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> lava girl. <laughs> right, the end of that movie is like him unleashing like his like collection of all of the Iron Man suits. Yeah, that could have happened early on in that movie, and and the movie would have been over with. Yeah, which is a great segue into why um, who my least useful character yeah, in Marvel is. To fucking god. Is it's not I pro- it's not Iron Man. Oh, if you say Pepper Potts, I, that's fine. No, it's not Pepper Potts oh, okay. either. Um, it's Star Lord. <gasps> because babe, it, when you listen to this, I did not put Ryan up to this. This is Ryan's choosing. Because Star Lord ruined what could have been the end of Thanos before the snap. Okay, I one hundred percent agree with you, and that scene pissed me off tremendously. Yeah, yeah, so, tremendously. So that was it. Man, like that same scene carries both of my my least useful and most useful characters mm-hmm. in that like you had all of these other people right you had iron man you had spider-man you had doctor strange um you had mantis who was kind of like the the crux to that thing even working yeah and then you had little little old star lord peter quill walk up oh, be real pissy because his girlfriend he wanted to know where his girlfriend was, yeah. and that was enough to snap him out of that whole ordeal. Mm-hmm. That was that would have been the scene if that were not to happen. They would have they like the glove was like it was literally off of his off. hands. It was fingertips. He was like, yeah, it was like fingertip strength. Fingertips was keeping that on there. It was just enough to like snap him, snap Thanos out of it, and like shoo everybody away, put the glove back on, and, and then fuck everyone up, and just wreck house. Yeah, Peter Quill. Oh, is my least useful character because then what does he do from there? Uh, nothing. He, he kind of complains. He kind of well, he dies, but yeah, yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah, like he didn't. What purpose did he serve? Also, this is the other. Oh. This is the other thing that I also had on that. So, for one, he could have ended that movie a hell of a lot sooner. It's quoted from my notes. The other thing about that is he could have been a god. Yeah. Right. Because because yeah. in the second Guardians of the Galaxy. He meets, he finds he, out he meets his dad. He's also celestial. Ego. Yeah. Right. The li- the weird living planet. So he could have had literal god powers, but decided like he was mad that his dad was a player, mm-hmm. and so blew him up, and well, then like he, lost his powers. He gave his mom cancer. That's fucked up. 
well, I mean, you know, space cancer, space cancer, yeah. but like, you know, it's like, a, you know, the universe is a big place, right? And uh, sometimes the politics are a little but, bit different. But would, could you argue that that's the human in him not taking advantage of corrupted godliness? And, and the human in him was like, I, I, I need to do this as, as a Terran. Yes. Right. A hundred percent. Of course, of course it is like, you know, it's the, you can't be, you can't have this, this person be like the hero with the, um, with the lust for power. Yeah. Right. Because that would, that would totally and wildly change the dynamic of the character. And then like the dynamic of the characters Mm -hmm. that are the guardians of the galaxy. Yeah. Because like him being a human in space gives him a, a certain level of like, you know, like, Will he survive or mm-hmm. will he not survive? Yeah. Right, because he is just a human. To then add like godlike powers uh, would be a little maybe over the top. Yeah, that would kind of change the course for a lot of things. But imagine, just imagine, if you know he had these celestial powers, uh, you know, fighting Thanos. He definitely would have given Thanos a more run, a better run for his money. Yeah, oh. you kind of messed up. I mean, you know, you, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Right. A situation like this, yeah. where it'd be like real nice if your your dad could come and help. Yeah, um, or you weren't such a little priss, and you were just like, "Hey, let's do this and get the glove off of him." Yeah, and then go from there. Yeah, like let's figure this out. Like, then we know, punch him in the face. You know, uh, uh, both. You know, check your ego at the door. <laughs> um, he didn't have an ego to check anymore. That's true. Yeah. That, and that's that's his downfall. That, he didn't have an ego to check. Yeah. So, you know, he let his emotions get the best of him. Yep. And uh, his green girl, because his green girlfriend wasn't there. And, yeah. uh, you know, that was it. Rip. What's, um, fuck. What, what? Blue, blue, um, blue guy. Uh, fucking. Yondu? No, 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 no. Um, Yondu is also on I, my list oh, as being one of the most, the most I useful. I love Yondu. I love Yondu. No, um, what's his name? Bautista. Um, oh, Drax? Yeah, Drax. Oh, my God. So he I said blue, Drax. and I was like, super confused. Yeah, I lo- he's blue. He's blue with red scars. Not, no, I'm not saying he's useless or my favorite, but I love Drax. <laughs> I think Drax carried, not carried, they all did, those movies were all pretty well done. Um, but I, I, Drax was definitely that comic relief. A hundred percent, in the weirdest way. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you can't tell... You can't, uh, you can't uh, give him metaphors. They'll go over his head. Nothing, Nothing goes, goes over, over my head. head. I'm my, too- <laughs> I, I have great reactions. <laughs> <laughs> Our reflexes are too great. It's so fu- It's so oh stupid. Oh, my God. I was moving so slow you couldn't notice me. <laughs> Hi, Drax. Damn it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so who, who is your least useful character? Okay, Scarlet Witch. Why? What did she do? I mean, what what did she do? She she got helped, herself a boyfriend. She helped defeat Ultron. No, she didn't. No, she did. I, she waited till the very end when Ultron was beat to a pulp to rip out his little CPU heart. Hey. The very end. Hey man, she delivered the 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 killing blow. No, Hulk delivered the killing blow. He sent him into the friggin' bus, and then Scarlet Witch was just like, uh, "You me me crunch." It's fine. No. She didn't do shit. And then she got herself a boyfriend named Vision. Okay. And then she pouted. And then they went on vacation. And then Vision died. She couldn't even pull the trigger to save the world. She couldn't pull the trigger from preventing Thanos from getting the last stone. She couldn't do it. Well, okay. Uh Uh-huh. Only Uh because he was able to reverse time. Because 
if you remember that scene correctly, she was simultaneously destroying this the 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 soul stone. Soul stone? Yeah. Soul uh, stone. Mind, mind stone. Mind stone. Mind stone. Uh she was simultaneously destroying the mind stone, killing her love, mm-hmm. while also holding Thanos back mm. as he was like charging towards her, gauntlet in hand. She could have done it way sooner. Which one? Kill him. Kill a uh, freaking uh, vision. Totally could have. Yeah. But would you would you put her at a lesser degree than Star Lord in this sense? Because, no. Because she he she was actually no, able to I, no. finish the task. I I wouldn't. I absolutely wouldn't. I wouldn't. Well, yeah. But she took her sweet ass time doing it. She also killed Proxima Midnight. She <sighs> threw her up into that space wheel and saved Black Widow. Technically, she, the she space also, the space wheel killer. She was about to kill Black Widow, and, and she and she like. Floop, Black Widow could have protect, protected herself. If anything, Black. If anything, both of us should have agreed that Black Widow is the most useless character. So I wanted to. Or, I really wanted or to. <laughs> even more so. Let we can even talk about Hawkeye, who five minutes into the first Avengers movie gets like mind zapped by Loki I, and is just a waste of space okay, the entire time. Okay, so those were very, 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 very close runners up to least useful cinematic characters very very close hawkeye does his like one thing shoots some arrows and then he runs out and he's like all right well i'm useless but he doesn't miss i mean it's he, fair he didn't miss he, he, he never missed um uh, except when he except when uh he tried to shoot loki and loki caught the arrow he didn't miss loki just was faster i would count that as a miss that's uh, a, a, that's it's a non-hit <sighs> fair so back to useful useless scarlet I, I just I I don't see any use in her. A partial protector to who? To Vision. Oh God, she did a great job there. She could let him get stabbed by a freaking, uh, basically Krypton sword, and he couldn't uh, reheal himself. Uh, well, a uh, little insight into mm-hmm. that. Uh, uh, what's his name? Corvus Glaive. Clave, I mm-hmm. think. I'm, I think I'm almost positive. I'm butchering the name. Possibly. But that little uh, that little spear of his, uh, it's. I think it's an like what's it called like an nth metal. Yeah, I think that might oh, that might be DC. Maybe I I can't remember, but it's it's made out of like a specific like material that exists in the Marvel universe mm-hmm. that is like can cut through and like penetrate anything. Yeah, that's why I called it the Krypton Dagger Sword Spear. <laughs> a lot of good she did there protecting him there. Well, you know, she was also bad. You know who had to person. come in and save the day? Captain America. No, Black Widow. Yeah, see. More useful. Okay, yeah. I can I can see I can. But see, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's hairs. It's hairs of how useful she was compared to Scarlet Witch. Because without Black Widow, right, you don't have the Avengers headquarters still running. You don't have Iron Man not getting arrested for sexual harassment. You don't have <laughs> like right Scarlet or Red uh, fucking Scarlet Johansson. I keep saying Scarlet Johansson. I want to say Scarlet Witch and then Black Widow. Black Widow did more for the cinematic universe than. Scarlet Witch did. Uh, yeah, I mean, kind. I mean, I still kind of disagree, right? She was she was helpful mm-hmm. with Ultron, mm-hmm. regardless if she came in at the last second or not. But she was helpful in that situation. We, I, I, see I, you I, I, I had another one coming up right now. So you know how you you put Hawkeye and Scar- uh, Red, uh, Black Widow in the same level of uselessness? Yeah. Without Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch would have not had the motivation to get out there and fight. No, she got out there to fight because it, because her brother died. He literally tells her, "I have a bow and arrow, 
and we're flying in space right now. Everything's crazy. But when you go out there, you're an Avenger. And she literally goes out there. She's like, all right, I'll be an Avenger now. But you don't see her until she goes and rips out fucking Ultron's heart. Because she's trying to save her city. (sighs) Her city was floating and it was going to be a massive nuclear bomb. And? Point. She, She didn't stop any of that. She tried. No. She gave a good effort by standing out there and waiting for Ultron to fall down. She was tricked. (laughs) She, her and her brother were tricked and they, they needed to see the light side. Her brother was more useful by standing in front of bullets that were going to kill a little kid. True. Well, no, I'm not going to say true. was a meat shield. That's way more useful (laughs) than she was. Although he should have, I mean, with the speed of that, he should have been able to stop those bullets. Yeah, they kind of, he is super fast. Though, a really funny moment hmm. for for that whole scene. Yeah. It's like when uh um was Quicksilver and Hawkeye were meeting and they were like, Oh, we gotta go do this, like you gotta go run or whatever. And oh. so he made like a he made like uh Quicksilver made like a weird dickish comment. He said, like, Keep up, off. old man. Yeah, or, and yeah. like ran off. And Hawkeye like draws his bow and he goes <sighs> and like He's like, I could do it. Yeah. No one wouldn't have to know. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to him? I don't know. Last I saw Ultron got him. And then he just like Pulls, puts the boat or puts, puts the arrow back, back in his, in his quiver, quiver and yeah. jogs away. Oh my! I love that scene. <laughs> that was a good scene. It was a nice like little like uh, comic relief at the tension. Yeah, um, it was really good. All right. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Useless. I still think Peter Quill. I mean, we can we can say Peter Quill's number one, and then Scarlet's number two. A close number two. A close number two. I will, and ag- then followed by Hawkeye and uh, Black Widow. Black Widow. I will agree to disagree. Okay. On that situation. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So, so going back. Yeah. Going back a little bit. Okay. So, Doctor Strange. Yes. Right. So he was. Um, so the car that they were driving. Right. So this is in the just like the actual production of the film. Mm. So they were. You know, he's a like kind of a playboy, mm-hmm. like, you know, big deal type of thing and uh, was driving, you know, super fancy, nice car. Right. So a sport uh, supercar. And uh, so when they were in the production, like they were trying to like get they were trying to get um, cars to use for that that film. And so they were reaching out like the production was like reaching out to companies to try and do it. And so I think it's it was it Audi. I think is what he was driving. Yeah. And so they like Audi like learned about this and kind of reached out and they're like, we'll give you cars. Mm -hmm. And they were, and like the company was like, we're going to crash, destroy your cars. And they were like, yeah, that's fine. Go for it. And, uh, and so they were like doing it and they're like, so the main character in this movie is going to be like, have a crippling injury. That is going to like change the course of their life, and they're like, "Yeah, okay. Is he is he gonna die?" And they're like, "Well, no." And they're like, "Cool. So you're gonna drive our so the the premise of this whole thing is you're they're gonna drive our car, flip and turn forty five times down a ravine, into a like a, a lake yeah. or whatever that was, yeah, right. And he's gonna walk away with some injured hands. They're like, that sounds like pretty good PR and how safe our cars are. <laughs> and so they gave him like four cars just four of these cars to just destroy. He's yeah. like $200,000 cars. Well, not only those, but remember Iron Man drove Audis. Yeah. I feel like there's maybe a little sponsorship. Oh, there had to be. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure. So I'm sure when Iron Man had his R8s, I'm sure Audis stock and sales skyrocketed. Yeah. And they only knew we're going to make fucking Disney money if we give them to Doctor Strange. Like, yeah. So, so then there was this other thing too, where 
I believe, I hope I'm not saying this wrong, that the like the CEO of the company was like, the, someone asked him, it was like, well, why would you give this car to like uh, that's going to be crashed that's going to severely cri- like going to cripple mm-hmm. the the main character of the show and it was kind of and the, the ceo is kind of like well he didn't die so that just goes to show how safe our cars can possibly be yeah but then two being like there's going to be kids that are going to grow up seeing one of their favorite superheroes driving this car yeah and they're going to grow up wanting wanting that car and eventually you know they might strive to succeed um, or have monetary success and be able to afford the car that they saw their favorite superhero driving. Absolutely. Like words from the CEO. Absolutely. Badass. Yeah. What a bam. He knew. I mean, when I watched Iron Man drive away in an Audi R8, what do you think I wanted? Dude, that car is. A fucking Audi R8. That car is hot. And then when I saw the Audi R8 in the last movie being electric, I was like, fuck, I hate electric cars. I'd still drive that. How do you hate electric cars? Wow, wow. What is good about an electric car? Uh, the Don't tell me emissions. Don't tell me it saves the planet. One, mm-hmm. the the fact that there is, one, no transmission. So yeah. it's literally, well, quote, unquote, engine straight to wheel. Yeah. I mean, there, there are people that strip like Teslas and will take them to drag strips and just crush house because they have like uh, an awesome acceleration, right? They are crazy fast. Mm-hmm. And have you ever been in one when it like launches? No. It's a different sensation. Now you lose the like the sound and kind of like the the feel the feel of, of the like motor a, shaking of like car. a combustion engine. Yeah, but dude, like there's a car, there, like there's like luxury cars nowadays, like some of these supercars where like the uh, what is it? Is it BMW? I think puts in engine sound. What like creates engine sound into the into like the the where you're sitting. That's annoying, right? To give it like a different yeah. a different feel, right? I think that's the right. I know there there there's some companies. That, I'm sure there I know is. There's companies that yeah, I'm that. sure there is. So you lose the, like some of the sound, but like, if you ever get the chance to like go into one of those like like a um, like one of the the P one hundreds and in like that launch like that launch mode, yeah, it's a it's a wild sensation to just shoot you like just shoot you straight. Does it feel like that? I, have you been to Disneyland? No, I haven't actually. Okay, have you been on a roller coaster? Right, mm-hmm. it's like the launch of a roller coaster that just immediate thrust. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's real weird. It's and it's awesome because mm-hmm. it's like it's the sensation, right? Where like my my experience in like high end or like super fast cars, admittedly, is limited. Yeah, you know. But I have felt like my my dad does like drag racing mm-hmm. cars, not dressing up. Oh, and so he has a, a drag car, and so like I've been in been in the passenger seat when he like guns it, and that's like that's that's a wild sensation. But it's like that's loud. Right. And it's like vibrating. Yeah. And I mean, that car is like built like you're not going to drive it on the street. So it's built for specifically that like it does wheelies. It's awesome. So it's a it's a sim- it's a it's a similar it's a less visceral but similar sensation in that like getting sucked back into your seat where you like feel the weight of your head and you're just like, whoa, and it's awesome. I, I guess I would have to experience it in order to appreciate it. It's awesome, dude. But I just couple Porsches and I'm just like man the fucking feel of the engine go the fucking just everything like I there there's no way I'd give up a gas car <laughs> no way you're you're the problem I, I am I want you to know 100% that. I agree with you you are you are the reason absolutely California's gonna go float over and hang out with Hawaii I will be there <laughs> I have no problem going to Hawaii <laughs> absolutely none 
Uh, what were we talking about before we got this? Marvel. Marvel. No, like what specifically? What led us to like? Oh, because I was talking about how uh, uh, Audi gave. Oh, that's right. Doctor. Oh yeah, the that's right. Doctor that's Strange right. film. Yeah. The cars did destroy. I would. I would definitely drive. Okay, so you say Audi, I say Audi. I'm pretty sure that's how it's pronounced. Your way or my way? Your way. Really? Yeah. Huh. I mean, it's A U D I. Yeah. Like ow. Yeah. I though, didn't, I didn't, though, I didn't know it, if that was a Chicago thing or if that was like the correct pronunciation. <laughs> no, I'm probably just saying it wrong. No, I, you could be saying it right. Because it, it's also like auxiliary, Audi. Yeah, so, so that's why it makes sense. Audi, yeah. auxiliary, yeah, exactly. And then most, most of us just say Audi, but like it's not O-W, like ow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I never studied phonetics. Oh, fuck. I know. Sorry. Wait, to go back to something else. You've been in California how long? Five years, I think. And you've never been to Disneyland? No. I don't... I, to, so, I like theme parks. Yeah. Um, you don't like kids. I get it. There's a there's an age to what I would consider... Like, there's an age to kid that I would enjoy being around. Um, I don't mind, like, kids in public. Like, that's not a problem. That's not public. Um, it's cramped. Oh, what's up? It's not public. It's cramped. Yeah. You, your private space is completely invaded by children all day. I could imagine. Yeah. Right? And so, it, for... Like I definitely want to go to Disney um, at some point in time, but I I would want to go. Like it's the same it's the same thing. Like back in Chicago, we used to go to Six Flags, mm-hmm. right? For for you know roller coasters, amusement park yeah. and stuff. And I would generally try and go on like an off, like off season in the sense of like kids aren't going to be there. So sometimes sometimes during like school year, yeah. And usually on like try and go on like weekday, a weekday, or yeah, absolutely. I uh, just having friends in some of the right places would be able to go to some of those like like <clears throat> off hour special event nights mm-hmm. where then like oh, the, one of the last times I went it was like a go and I think I rode every single ride twice. Oh shit. In like a couple hours. That's awesome. It was like dark. It was like it was like a night event type of thing. It was the best. So like I'm willing to wait for the pure convenience of being able to like actually ride the rides. Oh, absolutely. Um, You're not going to get that now that covid hit. Well, yeah. Well, the the Disneyland being shut down and stuff and well, no, no, we got, we got time. The reopening is going to be a fucking nightmare because I mean, as, as a guest with not without a pass or without an annual. Yeah. Good luck getting on that wait list. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I'm in, I'm in no rush. Yeah. Right. I like it's fine. I can wait. Um, you still going to eat a flag if they open up before gyms? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. So I made this comment and I kind of, I mean, I'm going to say it and hopefully I don't have to stick to it. There's rumor that, <laughs> well, so gyms are closed down. Yeah. Right. Still, they're so. allowed outdoor operations, but indoor operations are a no go, um, regardless of how many people are not willing to abide by that rule. Mm-hmm. And so the Disneyland is kind of really fighting to be able to open up. And I said, if Disneyland opens up before a CrossFit gym gets to open up, where you know, like ten people might be in a gym at a time, I'm going to eat the California flag. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's you know really stick it to the people. We'll have to live stream that. Yeah, just watch me begrudgingly. <laughs> that like I gotta like look into that because like I have a feeling that's probably not okay for your stomach. Yeah, for yeah. me. No, definitely. I don't. I I doubt it would be good for you. Maybe like a little bit of the flag. Well, why, I'll eat the bear. Why don't Why don't we Why don't we compromise and get you like a cupcake or something with the California state flag on it? I feel like that's like the that's a very easy way out. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, we could make it worse. I mean, that's true. I'm trying to compromise with you here. <laughs> I appreciate. I appreciate that. I guess. 
any other people or thoughts that come to mind for bringing it back to the whole point of this entire conversation? You know who I else I thought they did kind of dirty in bringing the story uh, too quickly was uh, Professor Hulk. Professor Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of like. I feel like they rushed it and they didn't really explain it. I mean, he he said what happened, but should know that it's more than him just going, oh, I did, I did some gamma radiation. Like, yeah, that's why you got there in the first place. Like, explain how and why, what your process was, what your thought process was, and then the failures and successes of the process. Don't don't just be like, oh, yeah, we need Hulk back, so we're just going to fucking do this. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of, like, little, little like, character things that kind of happened that they didn't really ever... They, they, I don't, I don't think they can flush out, right? Yeah. Like, given, given the limitations of a movie, I mean, the, like, I had this conversation not too long ago because, like, the the gal pal and I went through and talked about, like, watched a bunch of the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. and the only reason Thanos, like, as a as a bad as just a character, was able to be successful successful in the way that he was was because all of the lead up and all of the like mythos and story that kind of existed around him really flushed out this like really massive character Mm -hmm. and especially in like the first infinity war where they like they kind of gave i mean they spent an entire movie almost essentially explaining going through the process of why he is doing what he is doing yeah and so and it took movies to make that happen so then you look at um you know like professor hulk or they kind of like brushed over the whole like extremist thing you know they didn't they didn't like they didn't really go into like whiplash um going into like um, iron man Mm -hmm. or i mean they also kind of did um the mandarin pretty dirty yeah to explain what those characters are would take so much it would yeah you're right and it's and and so and it's just it's kind of like stuff that's like unnecessary for the 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 general pop that's going to be watching these movies um, where it's more of kind of like a, a tip of the hat to the people who know what these characters are. Right. And so like making little like notes or kind of like passes to like, you know, they, they, in, they made a, a reference to Ronin, mm. right. For or the Ronin as in like the, as Hawkeye, as Hawkeye, not yeah. like Ronin, the destroyer. Yeah. So it was kind of cool. Like they do little tips, of the hat here and there, but you know, that's, that's, that's one of my issues that I have with like, with a lot of the, the DC movies is like the, they they never really, they haven't really ever flushed out the bad guys. Also, they kind of make the bad guys a little funky. Yeah, I mean Zod, I think was was a, a perfect one. I, Zod was a really good bad guy, and he's he's a main he's a main bad like a staple bad guy in Superman, right? Um, they speaking of people doing dirty, they Jesse Eisenberg with oh, Lex Luthor was God. super weird and not good. It was he was creepy and not not Lex Luthor, not Lex Luthor. No, it was so dis like when you see Lex Luthor, Gene Hackman's Lex Luthor was a good Lex Luthor. Okay, like the cartoon Lex Luthers, you you see big, broad, bald guys who ooze power. Yeah, and then you get Jesse, who's this little twerp who oozes money. Yeah, and it's like, dude, that's not Lex Luthor's mo. That's not his swag. Like he's a genius. He's a genius. Who happens to also be rich? Yeah, he he. I yeah, I, <laughs> I I I didn't like this Lex Luthor. Right, you have that, and then I mean, but the like from the DC franchise though, the only one that I think that they they kind of did a really great job with was like was the Joker. Mm-hmm. 
right? Like Heath Ledger's Joker specifically. Yeah. Um, because I, that kind of encapsulated everything that you were just talking about of like the, the, the chaos element mm. of, of him yeah. as like, as a person, but kind of, I don't know. Mr. Freeze was kind of neat. We got the Arnold doing Mr. Freeze and weird. It's going ones. to be a cold day in Gotham. <laughs> Why don't you just chill? Oh my God. Um, Poison Ivy, they kind of did a okay job there. Yeah. Right. Um, Bane. Her her Bane specifically, not uh, um, Dark Knight Bane. Yeah. Um, God, I love that guy. What's his the name? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. That's that's a hunk. They showed two versions of Bane. Mm-hmm. Right. They showed the the Bane like the like from the, the cartoon Bane who was the, the cartoon Bane that had the you juice know, the, the venom. Yeah. Right. Who would get like amped up and essentially like super ultra steroid. Yeah. But then the he was the Ricky Gerard of Batman. <laughs> but the uh, but the the more recent Dark Knight Bane was also a little bit true to the character in being kind of this like anarchist. Yes, right, and this like uh, I guess just really anarchist kind yeah. of like person. Yeah, and so that kind of encapsulated both aspects of like of the character in two separate situations. Mm-hmm. Um, where Tom Hardy got beefed up pretty nice. Oh my god, um, he looked. I didn't so I didn't know that was him until maybe a year after I watched the movie. And they're like, Oh yeah, that's Tom Hardy. And I go, what? Who? Which one was Tom Hardy? Mm-hmm. They're like, Bane. I was like, No, it wasn't. You're fucking you're lying. Like and I looked it up and I was like, that's still not Tom Hardy. Like, there's on. no way. That's a different person. Yeah. There's absolutely no way. And then yeah, you you watch, you know. And work, do his workouts, and it's just like, holy shit! It's Tom Hardy. <laughs> Tom Hardy, baby. Yeah. Him but and Venom was good too. He did a okay job. Yeah, Venom was a, I, uh, Venom, Venom is a cool character. Like, is a cool character. Yeah, like the symbiote concept is really awesome. I think you and I had a conversation about this too last year. I don't know. Yeah, but I, th- I think the symbiotes are really cool. And more recently, within like the comics, they kind of flushed out the the origins of the symbiotes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, uh, they introduced this character called Null, which is like the symbiote god. Or like King, I guess. Mm-hmm. Whatever one of the two, I can't remember. Um, but they kind of like showed a little bit more of like where they come from and how they like exist, and so it was pretty neat. Like that's it's it's such a cool like thing, and like one of my in like the in like the cartoons. Yeah. Like I love like black suits. Like it's just awesome. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, it's so neat, and like with like Carnage is. Oh cool. man, I cannot wait for the Carnage movie to come out. Are they doing a Carnage movie? Yes, they are. How did I not know about that? I don't know how you didn't know about that, considering it was at the end of Venom. Oh yeah, they. Uh, what's his, what's his um, name? Cletus uh, Cassidy. Yeah, uh, played by. Uh, um, I will make sure. Woody that. Harrelson is going to play Carnage. Well, he's going to play Cletus. Okay. Yeah, but I'm down with that. Yeah, I. So not a lot of people stuck around for the end of Venom, and you end up seeing Woody Harrelson in a jail cell, like rocking back and forth and talking to himself, but he's not talking to himself. There's a symbiote in there. Okay. Um, so that was really cool to see. Um, I forgot how we got here. Because um, we were just talking about Tom Hardy. That's right. And like um, Venom and being and a cool character. And I felt like you were going to say something else, but then I cut you off. Um, the end of Superman when Lex, well, Jesse's Lex is in the jail cell. Is that Brainiac at the end? Do you remember? Mm. The freaking little bloop, bloop, bloop. Um, the one of the movies ended. No, never mind. I think that was Shazam. Oh, that might have been Shazam. But Jesse, at the end, Jesse ends up in the jail cell, and I can't. Some I want to say it's Brainiac that attaches to his head. I don't. I actually have no idea. Oh fuck! I right, will have to watch this after the fact. Yeah, 
But I like, I mean, it's been, I don't know how many years since we've seen that Lex Luthor and they haven't said anything about a Brainiac movie. Yeah. I would love to see that if they do it right. Brainiac, I think we were talking about like favorite, like DC villains. Yeah. I think Brainiac is, is up there. Yeah. In just being like a, just a weird, but super cool, like villain. Mm -hmm. Just this guy who's just like on the rampage for infinite knowledge. Yeah. Cool. Sign me up. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously. I love it. Okay. Oh, did we say who our favorite... Did you say who your favorite DC villain was? No, because I couldn't remember. Oh, sorry. Not DC. Marvel. Marvel villain. Favorite Marvel villain? Yeah. I think mine's more of an anti-hero. Who we got? Magneto. Magneto. Yeah. I love Magneto. I would see him as a as kind of an anti-hero. Yeah, anti-hero. Because right? right? he's not like... He's not a bad guy, but he might be a bad guy. Yeah, he's kind of like... He just wants to like do his own thing yeah right because like so i heard and i don't i don't know if this is true but that that magneto and professor x are based off of martin luther king and malcolm x Hmm. Um, i've never heard that in that like like professor x being martin luther king yeah in kind of this like bringing everybody together living in like living in peace living harmoniously yeah where then you know magneto being malcolm x in this like you know, we are the, we're our own thing and leave it. And, you know, not that Marco Max necessarily like fell into this line, but like, you know, leave us alone type of thing. Yeah. Like let us do our own thing. Right. Okay. I can see that. Potentially. Yeah. Right. I would have to double check, double back on that one to see if that's, if there's truth to that. Yeah. Okay. I can't remember. But yeah. You know, Magneto just, he wants to, you know, start his own colony. Was it Geno- Genoa or Genoa? Mm-hmm. No, Genoa is the salami. <laughs> Genova. Pretty sure it's Genova. <laughs> is that right? Genova is a salami. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We get it at Trader Joe's. Is, is it Genova? Is that the name of the, the like his island? His like mutant island? I think it was Genova. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I should know this before I start talking. <laughs> um, right. But he just wants his own little island. Like, you know, he doesn't want to be, he doesn't want himself. to be uh, uh, oppressed. He doesn't want to be controlled. He doesn't want, he, he basically wants what we all want. But he's more aggressive about it. Freedom. Yes. Yes. He's the William Wallace with magnetic powers. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the last thing because we're just like, we're just way off. Oh, shit. Off on nothing at this point. Well, we I mean, still been Marvel and DC. We are still. Yeah. Um, and electric cars. One of my, yeah, and cars. One of the most underwhelming moments in Marvel movies mm-hmm. Was during Civil War. Overwhelming or underwhelming? Underwhelming. Underwhelming. Did I say overwhelming? No, no, I I couldn't remember. <laughs> underwhelming. Underwhelming. One of the most underwhelming moments was came came in Civil War, when one the Civil War series is fantastic. Highly recommend. Ten out of ten. But you have like an airport with like six people, or what? Say ten people. Mm-hmm. Just kind of running at each other yeah like and there's this like pan out scene where they're like you guys ready like yeah let's do this and then like they pan out to like a rooftop view of like 10 people standing in the middle of an airport and they just kind of like start jogging at each other yeah stupid i agree how underwhelming is that scene i like it's cringy now that we're talking about it and I'm, i'm playing it back in my head it's so cringy until until they start getting into like close-ups of like fight scenes when you don't realize how wildly big the landscape is yeah like like just imagine like it, it's it's like standing on like on a rooftop looking over uh like a parking lot and yeah being like oh there's a little brawl going on over there yeah interesting 
Yeah. And it's like a night in Old Town back in the early 2000s. Yeah. 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 Or most nights in Hollywood that's at this point. Also, that too. Um, yeah. So no, that was yeah, that was extremely underwhelming. So I remember watching that, like watching that movie, and be like, "All right, you know, I'm not totally sold on this film, but like, <laughs> I like it. I'm entertained." And then that happens. I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah. Like you seriously right now? Yeah. Like, all right. Like it's just the constraints didn't seem like appropriate for like the the gravity of the situation. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was like, "This is weird." Yeah. So I, I'm cringing watching it in my head right now. Just, yeah, right. You can think about it. Oh my god, super weird. Iron Man calls Spider Man underoos. <laughs> uh, that the 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 scene where Spider Man takes on um, Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier in the inside the uh, airport was pretty entertaining. Yeah, the wow. the comedy in that was that was that was pretty good. I have to say, I have to say, Tom Holland's. My favorite Spider-Man. So, you know, they, um, so Tom Holland being notorious for leaking stuff. Yeah. They would give him like fake, like give him like fake script or like they would only give him the script based off of like his scenes. So that way he didn't know what was happening (laughs) because when he would go on like press junkets, like if you ever like, there's like there's moments where like him and like Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. are like together yeah and you would have like Benedict Cumberbatch like constantly interrupt him and just be like well and so <laughs> because he was like about to like disclose something oh shit they're they're like oh Mark Ruffalo made a comment about that I forgot what show they were on but they were saying like they they were like oh yeah we don't tell Tom anything anymore yeah <laughs> yeah a hundred percent poor dude I'm sure it's just because he's so excited. Yeah, well, and so then, like, during the premiere, he was, like, he was like uh, on Facebook Live or something, but yeah. he didn't shut it off, and it was in his pocket. Oh, no. And so it played through, like, the first 10 minutes of, uh, of, of the movie. Of the movie. Oh, yeah. no. So all you get is audio. So you hear, like, the entire thing. Good thing the first 10 minutes is boring. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. What do you, I mean, I guess real quick, what do you, what do you think is going to happen with Tom Holland's Spider-Man? With the whole Sony and Disney rivalry going, I don't know, because Sony won't let it go. Yeah, and Disney's already capped what they'd pay for it. Yeah, I don't. I, to be honest, I haven't followed up enough, so I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure as to like what's going on with yeah. all of that. Because I know Sony won't give up Venom now that they know how big Spider-Man is. That's. I mean, it depends, right? Like, because they they own the rights to Spider-Man, but not necessarily Tom Holland. Yeah. Um. But like, it'd be weird to recast tom holland and something else yeah um like ryan reynolds going from fucking green lantern to weapon x to deadpool yeah which thankfully in deadpool he riffs on the fact that i fucking love that so much there's so many and it's like that that's one of my favorite points or parts of like deadpool is just like him breaking that fourth wall yes in such a in kind of a lot of a roundabout way, except until he like actually turns into Deadpool and then he like addresses the camera. Yeah. Um, but just like those little jabs of like different aspects of the universe where, you know, he's getting in there. He's like, just please don't make my suit animated green or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, when it, co- but when it comes to Spider-Man, I'm actually not, I'm not quite sure for the love of the fandom. I would hope that they would allow that to happen, mm-hmm. but they're not going to give up that IP. No, not anymore. Not a chance. Uh, they might have given it up when uh, fucking Toby Maguire. Maguire fucked it up, but yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. You don't you don't like 
cruising down the suit no. in his black suit, God, snapping his fingers no. at girls. I hated Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. All of them. So good. All of them. I hated them. Come on, those were like real cheesy villains too, right? With like the Green Goblin, and then eventually had Sam. Willem Dafoe was a great Green Goblin. <laughs> but then, and then Sandman was trash. And we had Sandman. There was like Venom was in that. Like you know, who was the Spider Man in between them? Something Andrew uh, Garfield. Andrew Garfield. That's what it was. I don't know how I pulled that out. I don't either. But that was impressive. Uh, I liked Andrew Garfield. I didn't think he was bad. I liked that Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, I I liked that. Gwen? Gwen Stacy. Yeah, Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Snap. Dude, I accidentally spoiled that for somebody. <sighs> and they were just like, what happens? And I was like, oh, no. <sighs> I'm like, because they were talking about, like, yeah. they were talking about that movie. And yeah. I was like, oh, you watched it. And I was like, I made some comment. I was like, yeah, I'm like, it really sucks at the end. Like, you really thought she was, she was going to live. And they're like, <laughs> I didn't finish the movie. And I was ah, like, why ah, wouldn't ah, you start ah, with ah, that? Ah, ah, ah. I'm like, in what world would you just like talk about the film and not preface with the fact like, hey, I didn't finish it, so don't ruin the ending. Yeah. You boob. That happened to me when I was working at uh, at Riot Games. Um, A friend was talking about the movie Logan, and they had started it, but they hadn't finished it. And I was just like, oh, yeah, like I can't wait for them to uh, replace Logan uh, with Weapon X-23. And she was like, wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? What, what do, do you mean? mean? What do you, what do I like? They're gonna replace him. Like, he's like his daughter or his biological whatever. And, and she was like, "What happens to Logan?" And I was like, "Didn't didn't you watch? Don't you watch? didn't you watch the movie?" She's like, "No, I didn't finish it." Like, mm, Snape kills Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's end this. Okay. So what was Scarlet Witch. No. Oh. What w- I'll start because okay. I already have mine Got kind it. of planned. Yeah. So what was your favorite scene in, I think we can kind of collectively agree that uh, the Marvel movies are better. Yes. So we'll say we'll still stick with the Marvel, Marvel universe. Okay. What was your favorite scene in like just at any point, anything that happened? Um, and I will give you mine. To start, so you, I, so you can think a little bit. Oh shit! Oh, like the entire Marvel verse? Yeah, just any any moment that sticks out in your brain that you were just like, you're kind of like, ooh, that's good. Okay. Fuck. Um, or like something you got like real excited about. Yeah. Oh. So I know mine, which tugged tugged at my heartstrings real hard. I think we have the same one then. Maybe. Is it from Endgame? No. Okay, then we have different ones. Nope. Okay. So so mine mine is from um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Volume two. Ooh. And we referenced Yondu. Yes. And it comes back to Yondu. Oh. And so the thing that like pulls on my heartstrings the most was so like the like the right before spoiler alerts, mm-hmm. right before Yondu dies, he like like makes this comment to to Peter Quill, um, talking about like how he needs to like he needs to kill ego. And he's like, He may have been your father boy. But I'm your daddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Or, but sorry, but he wasn't your daddy. He wasn't your daddy. And I was just like, <gasps> Oh, that one. No, one hundred percent. That that not, that didn't tug at the heart. That yanked the heartstring. Oh, for sure. Oh. And I was like, I'm was, Mary Poppins, y'all. And, I, and I'm sitting there like, oh. fanning my face, getting all misty eyed. I was like, Fuck. 
I I thought we were going like comic. Like I didn't know we were going like emotional heartstring. Like it doesn't have to deep. be. God damn it! But that that moment always like sticks out in my mind. I was like, mm-hmm. that one that was good. That, that was, was real good because it's like it's just like the perfect climax. I'm trying to th- thing. I'm trying to think, and ju- this is just like a quick passive thought through all the movies. That's like the f- the truest emotion of love that I can remember that I can recall immediately. Oh hell yeah! In the Marvel verse, the Xiondu telling Quill, he might have been your father but he wasn't your dad. Yeah. Like, and I was just like, fuck, like, <laughs> yo, that's some truth right there. Um, mine, I'm going to fucking cop out and that's mine. Fucking pulled on the heartstring. Thor is fucking kicking fucking Thanos's ass. And then Thor just gets the shit beat out of him. Just fucking gets pummeled. And Thor's sitting there fucking looking for help. And you see the hammer move. And oh. in my head, I was like, it's not going to Thor and it better go who to, to who the fuck I think it's going to. And it zooms past and you just see Captain America <laughs> grab it. And my heart just fucking sank. Tears started to come down. I was so happy to see it finally happen. Well, they they like, you know, earlier and they kind of like referenced it when like they're at the party. Oh, yeah. He moves. Right. It. And he like picks it up and everyone's kind of like, <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the, so there's a, there's a, a fan rumor, fan fiction rumor about that is he knew he could pick it up, but he didn't want to, to keep that friendship with Thor. That's, that's the rumor that, that Captain America could have always done it. Yeah. But he didn't do it because interesting Thor's his friend. He didn't want to embarrass him. He didn't want to be like, ha, I have the power too. Like he was just like, I can move it. There's something there. Let's leave it at that. That's fair. Yeah. All right. But but when when you see Captain America fucking snatch that hammer out of the sky, I, oh, man. I mean, you can ask my girlfriend. She fucking was just like, are you crying? You're just standing up and I, applauding I, in the theater. Like, one of those, like, <gasps> that was me. I was just, <laughs> yeah, that was me. 100% that was me. I will admit to this day, and in 20 fucking years, I cried in Endgame <laughs> three times. Three times. Three times, maybe. That's fair. Yeah. All right. That was my scene. All right. That's I like it. <laughs> All right. I think that's a good point to end off. Yeah, I agree. So, Eric, where can uh, where can people find us? Uh, you guys can find us at another period rep period podcast on Instagram. You can also reach out to us at another rep podcast at gmail.com. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or topics of discussions you like to hear, please let us know. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> one of these days it'll be practice. Yeah, one of the days we'll have it down. All right. Let's end this. All right. See you guys later. Bye, guys.